Welcome to A Court of Transformation and Awakening. I am Lori Gray. And I'm Amanda Grace Harrison. And today we are interviewing Erin Mack over at The Borrowed List on Instagram um, about her thoughts on the A Court of Thorns and Roses series. Hi, Erin. We are so glad to have you here today as a super fan. Yes, I am a super fan. Which I hoped you were. The funny thing is, I didn't, I couldn't remember. I know we had talked about this book series and I knew you liked it. I didn't actually double check if you were like a super fan. I think I just assumed. <laughs> now, but. I'm not like as super fan as like some people on the internet, but I do make content, TikTok, reels, all that kind of stuff. So I have more than just read it, I guess. <laughs> Although the interesting thing is like, I've read it multiple times, but there's a level of like fandom that I didn't realize was out there. I mean, of course I've like seen the fan art, um, but this mm -hmm. one was getting on. I love it. Subreddits and she's like sending me all these things. I'm like, there is a whole world so, out there. Yes. It's <laughs> so like, I, did, I don't think I realized there was such a cult following that I'm so excited yes. to be getting into and meeting yes. um, our people. Okay, so for introducing Erin. So I met Erin back when she lived in LA where I currently am. Um, now she's done all kinds of cool things and you can tell everybody about that, but I met Erin because she was helping out, actually we both met Erin through her working with um, a theater program here in LA that our kids were a part of, um, which to me, I'm just like, thank you for being an amazing human who likes working with other people's children. So appreciative <laughs> of the work <laughs> that you did in that space. It was always my kid's favorite. Um, they loved you, they loved Mitch. Um, talked about you guys all the time. And so we didn't really talk much except for like, hey, thanks for taking care of my kids until there was that event. And I think there was some alcohol involved. Yes. And then somehow books came up. And then I was like, oh my goodness, here's this person who loves, you know, fantasy fiction as much as I do. And I'm like, give me all your recommendations. And I still bug Aaron occasionally. I'm like, I'm in a book hole. Tell me what to read. And some of my some of my absolute favorite reads um, have come from you. And so, but even when I'm not reaching out to you individually, I am always following you on Instagram and seeing everything that you're reading. By the way, one of my favorite things you ever posted, still saved on my phone, was in your stories where you had a bunch of books and then like the steam rating for each one. I'm <laughs> yes. like, this is the most brilliant thing I've ever seen in my whole life. Um, got to give the people what they want, you, you know, <laughs> know that steam level. <laughs> you you got to do the steam level, which by the way, for people who are wondering, okay, Court of Mist and Fury on a scale of like one to five flames, I put it about a three, three and a half. Is that where you would put it? Yeah, it's not, it's definitely not closed door, no. um, but I wouldn't put it close to erotica. So yeah, I would, yeah. yeah. Firmly in the middle. Yeah. yeah sure. I was, yeah, I would say three out of five flames, if that's a, yep. a rating system that we're going with. Um, yeah. Okay. Steamy, so, but not shocking. Yes. Yes. Like not, and I and I have read some that were shocking where I'm like, oh dear. Okay. You know, I didn't realize what I was yes. getting into with that and I am red and it is fine. Um, this is not quite that, but it is, but it's also, um, yeah, like you said, not closed door. Okay. We're getting on tangents, but so that is what I know of you. But tell, tell our listeners a little bit more about yourself and what you're up to in life and in books and all the things. Yeah. So I am, I guess you would call a content creator. I'm an actor. I do a lot of stuff on Bookstagram and a book talk. 
Um, let's see. Yeah, I think that's where, what I'm doing right now. I'm in Atlanta now um, and just living my life, trying to get uh, familiar with the new city. So, yeah. I love it. Um, well, it's super cool. Um, like I said, I am sad that you are so far away, but glad that you are finding your place and getting settled and all of that. And thank goodness for technology so we can still have you on here and talk today um, about all the fun books, which I mean, let's be honest, yes. if you were in LA, we would probably still do it this way because yeah, you yeah. want to drive <laughs> through traffic to get to each other anyway. Exactly. Um, oh, okay. the party that we met at, yeah. I remember like, it was like, you know, trying to make conversation. Um, and I forget which one of us brought up books, but like, I think you said A Court of Thorns and Roses and I like jumped because like <laughs> no one in my life, real life, reads those kind of stories. And so I was like, yes, let's talk about it. And it was so, so fun. And I feel like every other time I'd seen you, um, like I, we didn't know each other that well. Um, yeah. I'm not I mean, if you get me talking, like I talk like a lot, but I'm, if I don't know somebody, I'm not always super forward. And so Same. I think we just, we just didn't really have anything to connect over. It's like, hi, I, I like you. And then, so, yeah, yeah. And I love, like, if somebody had tracked with like our level of conversation up to that point and like had a bar graph of excitement level, um, yes, yes. Yeah. Because there's a lot of, there's, yeah, there are a lot of people in my life where I'm like, yeah, I read like high steam fantasy. They're like, I get a lot of like, really? Like, I, that? I find that surprising. Yeah. Ish. <laughs> yep. And then, like, weird questions, like, why do you like that? Like, uh -huh. We're not going to get into that, okay, I'm right like, now. <laughs> I'm like, either you're my people and you're with me on this or we're just not talking mm -hmm. about it. Um, yep. So it was so fun. And it was, it was just, it was really fun for me to see that side of you and to have somebody to geek out about these books with. Okay, so speaking of which, so you and I have geeked out over a lot of books. And I have to say, whenever... I think about, uh, you know, fantasy fiction, there's a lot of um, tropes, there's a lot of things that do kind of get on my nerves. And um, you've always sent me recommendations that were outside of that, like you, um, Radiance by Grace Draven, love how that one breaks the mold, um, Red, White, and Royal Blue. I would never pick up a contemporary romance. Like I think about mm -hmm. some of like my favorite books that I've read over the last few years, like they all came from you. Um, I always trust your, trust your recommendations. Um, you have such good thoughts on things. So tell us what your thoughts are on Sarah J. Moss, Sarah J. Mass, I always say the wrong name, on Sarah J. Mass and this Court of Thorns and Roses series. Like, what do you think about it all? Yeah, um, it holds a special place in my heart because I took like, I was a really avid reader in high school and college. And then I guess in college, like you're having to read, stress, all that, you know, life happens stopped reading. And then five years ago, I guess, four years ago, um, I picked up A Court of Thorns and Roses because I was going on my honeymoon, wanted something to read, and saw that around. Um, I read it and loved it so much so that I like scoured the internet to find more romanticy and that's how I found bookstagram and that what is what led me into content creating and doing something now that I'm I have a community now that I can talk about things that I like I have a new hobby I can create like be creative and it all started with A Court of Thorns and Roses and that's why 
I have this special connection to the book, not only because it's a good book, but it also introduced me to a community of people um, in the book world. So, yeah. I don't think I don't think I realized that there was that it was that deep. I thought this was just yeah. like, you already read these books and then you found this one, but this was like so. This was really special to you as well. It is. It is. Yeah, that is amazing. Okay, and now. You you did some acting in the past, so being able to like do things and this one has as well. So I'm like, you guys are like perfectly, you guys make good reels where I'm like, don't put me on camera. I'm like, I'm not super comfortable with this, but I love that you guys both make such we have fun. good yeah, content. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> I love it. Amazing. Okay. Okay. So having read, having read, a, you know, other fiction, so you started with this one, but you've read other ones. Um, what what makes this one stand out to you besides it kind of being your first um having read a lot of other stuff like what what do you feel like makes this series special yeah um i think sarah j mass is it mass or moss is it she says mass when she introduces herself in her own okay. video so i'm assuming she knows <laughs> yeah but i always let's go with her <laughs> for the longest time when i was just guessing i said moss as well and so I now i it. always For say sure. it now i always say it wrong but so we're yeah, trying to same. remember to say mass mass okay we'll see yeah so um the thing i like about sarah j mass is she always writes trauma informed characters really well and and honestly, to not go super deep, I really like Reese, <laughs> like the characterization of him and his storyline. And you think you know who he is, and it's completely different than what it's first presented to you as. Um, and I just, I really liked how that played out. And I think that's different than like, at least when I was growing up reading, especially in fantasy um, oh, here's the love interest, and they're instantly in love, and maybe there's a love triangle, and oop, we're done. Um, it was just, it was different, you know? Yes. Oh, my goodness. And that, that's such a good way to say it. I was, um, we were talking about this whenever I was thinking about, like, you know, why, you know, I'm actually doing a, you know, coaching program on these books. Like, what you're saying there, like, this idea of, like, the how do you say it? Trauma informed characters. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's, that was a huge part for me because in, you know, in my, in my coaching life, <clears throat> now I, I don't, I'm not like, okay, I coach on trauma, but I'm like, you have to be trauma informed as a life coach because all humans have some. Right. <laughs> there's yeah. degrees and there's severity, but everybody has some. And so it's something that I work with on a regular basis. And it was so fascinating to read through this and be like, okay, so not completely accurate because they're not fully human, but I'm like, really, really pretty accurate in terms of that and like not creating these characters who go through a trauma and then are completely unaffected. Like are she totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. No, because I mean, that's not realistic. And I think mm -hmm. that, you know, so many stories are like that. And so that was one of the things that has stood out to me about her writing as well. I'm like, somebody actually wrote this in a way that feels fairly accurate to humanity, even though they're not human, mm -hmm. which is fun. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Okay. So my other big question, I know Amanda's got several for you as well, but so the whole point of what we're doing here at the Court of Transformation and Awakening is, you know, pairing reading these books with actual genuine personal transformation and, you know, trying to, you know, marry these two worlds. And that was because, you know, for me, just reading them, I came in with, away with so many 
personal insights, starting with her Throne of Glass series. Um, it just, it related to my life. There are certain scenes, um, not giving too much away, but there's, you know, book three of this, there's like a scene in there that was so powerful and transformative for me um, with the mirror. I'll just say that for those who are uh, familiar with what's going on. I just found that all to be really helpful in my own, in my own journey towards self-love and, you know, becoming my truest self. So I'm curious beyond um, enjoying the books, like did, did you have any experiences with this read that were like personally transformative or insights or th places that um, you feel like it went beyond just enjoying the books? Yeah, I think back to Vera's uh, relationship with her family and how they didn't take care of her how she needed them to, or they didn't show up how she needed them to. And I don't have the greatest relationship with my dad. Um, and so seeing that, it's like, oh, okay, this isn't, you know, Disney or whatever, where it's like, either they're not there or they're the greatest parents ever. Um, okay. And you see, like, she, lo she still loves her dad but she still has issues and like she has boundaries with what she will or won't do for her family. Um, so yeah, I, I related to that and I appreciated seeing that in a fantasy story. I love that. I think that, you know, looking at, you know, you know, book two, especially, I mean, but you really, you see it all throughout. I think there are some really good examples of, of boundaries. Right. Mm -hmm. And there's there's so much, I feel like, deep content um, related to relationships as a whole. And I have to say, I also related a lot to to the the family stuff, seeing, you know, seeing those those interplays. Um, yeah, there's there's some really good stuff about family dynamics and and all of that in there. Not speaking of which, Erin, one of my questions mm -hmm. for you is um, as as a fan of fantasy fiction, how do you reconcile real life and real life relationships with the magic of reading fantasy? Yeah, um, let's see. I, okay, so I think it's really important to recognize what you like, especially if we're going to talk about relationships, um, why you're drawn to those things in fantasy. And like, you can look for that in people or how you want your life to be like, oh, I want it to be exciting, but also recognize the flaws that come with those because it can be exciting on paper. Whereas like in real life, that would be so stressful. Like you're in this magical world and all of this world is relying on like on you to save them like exciting to read but no I would just be <laughs> crying all the time <laughs> absolutely not um so yeah it's like actually thinking about the flaws in either the relationship you see on the on the book like okay I it's exciting to read about a guy who's like I'm going to do this. And, but like, maybe we wouldn't really like that in real life. Um, but yeah, I think recognizing the flaws and what you like, and you can take that into real life while it's not getting too swept up by the fantasy of it all. I like that. Perfect. Um, <laughs> and since you're married, 
Mm-hmm. And uh, you and your husband make some really great reels together. You have to go check out their reels if you haven't seen them already. Yeah. Do you think that marriage would work if your husband was not into watching the romantic movies with you and, and putting up with that whole chick flick world that it's so often labeled? So he actually doesn't um, watch rom-coms with me. He... I like bad rom-coms. That's what I like to watch. <laughs> I like that they have to be bad rom-coms. They are bad rom-coms. Not, not yes. the good ones, just no. the bad ones. <laughs> no, I like the good ones, but I prefer the bad ones so I can laugh and like, oh my goodness, this is hilarious. Uh, make jokes. I'm with myself, but I make jokes to myself, sure. Um, so he he does not like those. He's like, this is so bad. Um but I recently forced him to watch Bridgerton with me because I had like a really hectic schedule and he was like, what do you want to do? And I was like, I want you to watch Bridgerton with me. <laughs> and he was like, oh, okay. Um, but he did. And it was the second season, right? The second season recently came out and he got just as into it as I'd, I was. And so like we were right there with each other being like, oh my goodness, this is, a, they're this about is to touch hands <laughs> yes which by the way sorry not to cut you off i'm gonna have to have my husband um message your husband because yeah there was like a hey can you watch this like show with me and i threw out like a totally and then you can watch bridgerton with me because i've not started it and everybody said like if you read these books like you would like this show yes but like i, I don't want to watch tv by myself so i'm like you want to watch it with me he's like i don't think that's my kind of show um so second um, season that's second, season. second season so if mitch likes it i agree have him expect a message from yes. my spouse <laughs> with the encouragement of let's get on Team Bridgerton together. <laughs> yeah, my, for sure. <laughs> my uh, The father of my four children liked it so much. He, I was watching it and then he was kind of watching over my shoulder and then I had to go do something and I came back and he and my daughter had watched two episodes without me that I still, <gasps> no. I still have not seen. The a trail. Whole, a whole very important episode from that season because they went on and I'm like, well, I'm going to... I'm not going to make you stop because I really want to be watching right now. So I still have an episode that I missed in the middle of season oh, two no. because they liked it so much. How dare they? Yeah, but it was great because I'm so happy that they're on board now. It was fun. I love that. Okay, sorry. Cut you off. So so he oh, no. hadn't, hadn't been so, watching but did watch this one. Yeah, so I guess he, he's good with uh, good romance. Just <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> watch the bad rom-coms with me. But it's yeah, I just uh, – Right? Um, but I look at, at the others as a uh, good alone time for me. Like that's have a glass of wine. This is my thing that I can do. He can do something else. Yes, that's important. And does he ever read any of your favorite books? He does not. He doesn't even like to read. I'm, he, I'm making him sound really great. <laughs> no, <laughs> he, he is does not. so great. He is so great though. <laughs> he I is. know him. No, but he um, he doesn't like to read. He uh doesn't he tries but like he'll he's been reading the same book um since christmas um which you know totally fine but like a little different than what i want to read or do because he's like i just wish it had more pictures (laughs) (laughs) but he does read fiction because a lot of guys don't even read oh it's not fiction yeah it's like a a, that many a book on bands on a band, Muse. Yeah. He would be mad at me for saying just any band. Just any band. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but That's I will amazing. say, um, 
we we have an understanding. Um, we I can say or talk about what did I actually say? Um, okay, so we have an understanding that we can tell each other all about the hobby that the other one doesn't really care about. So like I can tell him the crazy ending of no spoilers, but Crescent City, the book number two. Um, the crazy ending of that. And he can tell me about basketball and we will validate each other's feelings on things and listen and we'll be like, oh, wow, what happened next? Or, you know, for both of us, but <laughs> knowing we don't really care, but we get that validation. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. So now, <clears throat> my husband, he, he will read fiction and he likes fantasy fiction. He just doesn't like the romance piece. And like, mm -hmm. I can read fantasy fiction that doesn't have the romance piece, but like, I'm never as into it. Like that's, yeah. it's, it is my favorite piece. It is my favorite part. And he, um, yeah, that kind of stuff makes him a little uncomfortable. He's like, I think that's weird. He doesn't really like the adult content. So gotcha. every once in a while, he'll read one of mine or every once in a while, I'll read one of his, you know, and, and we've read some good stuff. Um, we love, you know, like The Name of the Wind. We read, you know, Ready Player One together. We've read some of that stuff together. But um, yeah, he kind of draws a line of romance. And I used to get, so your your Instagram is like the borrowed list, the idea of, you know, you know, starting with this idea of like, you know, borrowed books from the library. And our yeah. family- loves the library. We all read so much. We're so grateful for, you know, the library. If I love a series a ton, like I'll go, I'll go buy copies like this one. But, um, but I had to start getting all of my books on my phone on ebook because he wouldn't pick them up. And the boundary, <laughs> the boundary was nipples. And he was like, <laughs> if there are nipples on the cover and pick it up from I the will not exactly because he would go I would send him to the library so and he nice. would get stuff off the shelf and he would put it up there and it's some sort of romance cover with like a guy and he's like no I'm not even doing he's a like, self check he's like this no. he's like he's like if there are nipples I will not get it I will he's like I will leave it on the shelf and I will come home and it will stay there <laughs> so <laughs> firm boundaries Chris good job it's yes yeah. good job with boundaries he was very clear on what he would and would not do and I got to decide what I would do about that and what I decided to do was get most of my books on my phone and oh, which is totally fine <laughs> all the nipples you want it's all about balance and compromise and all the things yeah <laughs> if you had to see a character from the series get their own book at some point what would be your pick i would like to see elaine because she's just this you know, she's presented as just this, oh, she's so nice and sweet. And um, I think there's more to her. There's usually more to uh, the characters that Sarah J. Mass writes. And I like to see uh, what's going on. I so love hopefully that. Hopefully we'll get that. I think that <laughs> probably crossed. you should play Elaine also, Erin. Oh, think that, that would be amazing. I'm going to do some fan casting right now and yes. cast you as Elaine. <laughs> I garden. I could totally be her. <laughs> Perfect. Right? You've got right? Yes. Oh, my goodness. So amazing. Okay. Well, Erin, thank you so much for joining us today. Um, and can you, so I mentioned your Instagram account, but are there other places where people can find you online to get book recommendations and see all the fun things that you're creating? Yeah. So Instagram, The Borrowed List, and also on TikTok, The Borrowed List as well. So all really one easy word. to find me. Yes. Yes. All Perfect. Amazing friend. Okay. Thank you so much for joining us today, Erin. This is fun. 
It's so fun. Thank you. We want to invite all of you to come join our free community at ACOTA, that's A-C-O-T-A-A dot circle dot S-O, where you can read through the books with us and join in our community discussions and more. And when you are ready, you can join us for a book journey of your own with one of our courses. All right, we will see you there. See you there. Bye. Bye. I didn't notice the C there was in bold. That How was supposed that? to be me. This is for you. It's okay. It's okay. We're not even looking at it again. <laughs> we are so good at intros and outros. We're, we're, we're figuring out what we're saying. <laughs>